As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. I am Master Mark Serianis, your host and the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Today I am talking to you about the USOPC NGB audit of USA Taekwondo. That is a mouthful. And I am going to talk about this not because, and I'm holding in my hand, you might hear shuffling papers, the actual report. I'm not talking about it necessarily because it was a great desire to do that program. And I'm not talking about it because it's the most interesting or exciting thing to talk about. I'm talking about it because recently, in the past few days, the internet has been filled with comments and conversations and commentary that I think is based upon people's personal feelings and grievances and not based upon reading of the actual report. So I wanted to get into that. I wanted to read from the report and explain my understanding of the report and give you a sense to talk about it. So while it may not be the most entertaining and exciting topic, I sure do think it is for those of us that are in the Taekwondo world, it is something that is relatively important to talk about. Before we do that, let's have a word from our sponsor, Bet Online. Even though football is over for the season, Bet Online continues. So it remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC and MMA and more. You'll always find the latest odds, teams, matchups, info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join. Get your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. And make sure you use the promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the gaming starts. So, as I said, this report came out, it was done, or the report came out in November, I assume that the audit was around that time. The audit was conducted by the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic committees. Um, as we know, this Taekwondo is an Olympic sport uh, internationally. USAT is the official uh, NGB, national governing body, for Taekwondo as an Olympic sport and therefore falls under the, rule, the rules of the NGB. So, in recent days, there's been a ton of uh, posts on social media saying that uh, th there's some 
impropriety in USAT. It's being mismanaged. It is uh, was audited because there was a problem. They're on the verge of bankruptcy. Whether any of those things are true, which I don't happen to believe that they're true, and let's be clear, I'm not an employee of USAT. Uh, I'm a believer in USAT. I'm a member of USAT. I'm a USAT ref, but I'm not an employee of USAT. There's nothing about this report that substantiates those claims and those allegations. Okay, The audit, first of all, is routine. It hasn't been done since 2017, so there isn't a good picture of what's happened between 2017 and now. That's almost seven years. Super important to keep in mind. It is something that is regularly done of these bodies to ensure compliance and financial standards. Okay? So as a baseline, there isn't a great baseline with which to compare, okay? And the purpose of the audit is to, to look at it and find compliance. And there's three categories that the audit divided the findings into, which was compliant, deficient, and needs improvement. So in 48 areas, they found 25 compliant, eight need improvement, and there were 15 that were deficient. There's no question about it. But let's analyze those and let's talk a little bit about what it is, what was the scope of the audit, what is the audit trying to accomplish, and where was USAT deficient, and what needs to be fixed, and what's already been fixed. Okay, so in saying that, there were certain areas, because it got divided up into categories, right? So they talk about the fact that uh, it is the um, NGB for Taekwondo, and a lot of these shortfalls were related to paperwork and policies of USAT which needed to be updated to conform with the current US Olympic and Paralympic committees governing policies. So much of that doesn't have a real impact or effect on the day-to-day operations of the organization or on the athletes. I just want to be very, very clear about that. So I'm going to go through these findings sort of one by one in the areas of things that needed improvement, okay? Um, one of the areas that was highlighted was that the uh, advisory athletes advisory council did not have sufficient representation by Paralympic athletes. Obviously, something that's important. Obviously, something that I agree with. Um, and the USAT, as of January 31st, has revised its bylaws to ensure compliance with this area. In an area of significant deficiency, in, in this standard group. Uh, the NGB must have at least 33 and a third uh, percent of the board members with athlete representation, of which the USAT did not require this in its current bylaws. So the bylaws by March will be updated to reflect and call for 33 and a third percent athlete representation on the. Now that I found that as a significant uh, deficit, I understand it. I certainly see it, but it doesn't rise to the level of being something that calls for somebody to say there's gross mismanagement or they're in the um, process of being kicked out or they're in the process of being taken over uh, or disbanded, okay? There was a request that um, new members of the board of uh, directors for USAT have to go through a USOPC onboarding process which does not appear to have been happening regularly 
And that is something that will be required of all board members as of March 31st. Again, is it important? Sure. Maybe things like these audit deficiencies wouldn't have happened had more members of the USAT board been on the um, done more onboarding. So I certainly do uh, get that. There have to be better elements of uh, code of conduct posting on the website for USAT. Um, it isn't enough to just have policies. We certainly know that in today's day and age, policies need to be posted. They need to be clear. They need to be uh, universally and uniformly adhered to. And the governing body felt that USAT on certain areas did not do that, one of them being their conflicts of interest policy. And that is something that they will have straightened out by June. Now, one of the areas where they were deficient is that USAT, it says, has failed to provide a timely, not timely, I shouldn't say that, um, it's annual reporting or consistent reporting of the things that it's doing to provide uh, athletes uh, safe space from emotional, physical, and sexual abuse and, and discussing the sanctions and things that the um, organization is imposing on athletes or coaches or people that violate that and and detailed statements about income and expenses now let's be clear it's not saying that the usat environment isn't safe for athletes nor is it saying that they've neglected that what they're saying is that they fail to provide timely and consistent reporting on this which is something that needs to be addressed in order to be able to have that level of oversight from u.s um, olympic and paralympic committee but again, that's something that's easily fixable. And I will tell you from being in USAT and being involved in the practice, they are very, very concerned about these issues. And we are required to um, be safe sport certified and to report things on a regular basis. Now, the biggest area of controversy that was discussed in the online forums was the financial instability of USAT, which I believe there's an element of truth to this. But if you remember, they're talking about the last four years in which there was a worldwide pandemic. If you look at membership in organizations like World Taekwondo and USAT, membership fees, membership dues, which is a big part of how they sustain themselves, virtually went away during the pandemic time because people didn't feel the need to pay them or were unable to pay them. Similarly, there's been a lot of change and there's been a lot of growth. And as a result, the U.S. OPC felt that the USAT has to be uh, more responsive and has to review its finances because there is debt that's owed to the Olympic Committee and that debt exceeds the, the current assets of USAT. So what is the fix for that? Is the fix for that that uh, um, they're going to take over USAT? Is the fix for that that um, they're going to kick everyone out? Is it that they're going to shut down you? No, that's not what happens. Look, Tokyo Olympics would not have happened if not for the IOC's unbelievably generous loan, which was probably forgiven to Japan because there just simply wasn't enough money because of COVID to put on the Olympics. So in this case, USAT is in the process of working with the USOPC to adopt a repayment plan. Again, USAT notes that membership is up significantly, that the amount of events that are going on is up significantly, and anyone who looks at the USAT calendar can see that that is exactly what is going on, and there should be a financial turnaround here as there is in any 
company. So is it something to be concerned about? Of course. Is it something that needs to be monitored? Of course. Is it something that must improve? Of course. Is it an indication of malfeasance or negligence? Not in my opinion, and there's nothing in the report that says that. Is it an indication that it's the end of the road for USAT and Steve McNally and Jay Warwick? Absolutely not. I see nothing to indicate that whatsoever. Additionally, and in line with that, there has to be better financial oversight of expenses, of money that's being spent, of the adherence to the letter of the financial policies. And there's a new USAT financial director, I don't happen to know who that is, who's going to be in charge of overseeing that and will work and partner with the USOPC to make sure that if there are, in fact, anything that was violative of USOPC policy, that those monies are properly and promptly paid back. In its report, in talking about athlete safety, again, I mentioned to you that part of that related to the policies. I want to be very, very clear. While USAT Taekwondo, this is from the report, has followed the requirement to report potential allegations or temporary measures to the USOPC Office of Athlete Safety, they do not have the process included within their written policy. Okay, so they're saying that in practice they are doing it, but that their written policy doesn't include something that requires it. So that needs to be fixed, but it's an easy fix because practice is sometimes harder than policy, right? The policy's there, but the practice is what's being adhered to. There was some criticism of USAT's anti-doping policy, how it's administered, how enforcement. So so that is something they're working on. I do I do get it. I do understand it. It is important, and it's something that needs to be worked on for sure. One of the other criticisms relating to Paralympic athletes, which I think is justified, but again, is more about paperwork over structure, is that the USAT was criticized for not having a national classification policy for Paralympic athletes. However, it was noted USAT uses the World Taekwondo classification policies and procedures So therefore, it is sort of to some degree de facto that they do have it. It is just not simply codified because they do use the same classifications as World Taekwondo. And to be quite honest, they are going to do that in the adoption of the policy. It will virtually mirror World Taekwondo's and that will be acceptable once it's actually written and part of USAT. On the issues of gender equality and equal opportunity, uh, obviously there were some issues there that they said there should be some level of improvement. They must publish more uh, specific information on anti-discrimination and provide more anti-discrimination training this year to, or actually by the end of last year, to their staff, which is great. And I encourage that. And I'm sure that that is something that the USAT opens and welcomes, welcomes with open arms. And the other part of it, which again, doesn't relate to the general public, is that the USAT is required to improve its grievance policy for employees and its whistleblowing policy. Do I, am I an expert in audit reports? No, but I've been around a long time and I have to call out when rhetoric doesn't meet the reality. And while there may be things that I don't know, I will tell you after carefully examining this report, there is nothing there that makes me feel that USAT is not in good hands and is not being properly managed. Does it need to be improved? Of course. The real telltale sign will be next year, if there's an audit, how much improvement has there been from this year's. 
if you tell me that financially it's not in better shape, if you tell me they haven't done anything to fix the deficiencies that were required, yeah, I would argue that that would be a cause for alarm, that that would be a cause for someone to take action. But certainly in 2023, when no one's even looked at these issues since before 2017, so they were looking at 2016, to turn around with no baseline and make the type of unfettered and unsubstantiated allegations that have been made by people who quite frankly know better, uh, people who are educated and smart, and if they've read the report, they know that what they're putting out on social media is not the truth and not accurate. I'd love to hear your opinion. I'd love to hear more about this from you, and we will monitor this as we do all things related to Taekwondo here, locally, and abroad. This is Master Mark Surianis. This episode has been brought to you by Bet Online. I look forward to seeing you on the mat. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.